Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment, a weekly podcast of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry, a scripturally driven men's ministry with three goals for every man, striving to be better husbands, better fathers, and more Christ-like and godly men. Join Wingman Nation co-founders Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis and an occasional special guest as they discuss issues relevant to a man's needs, struggles, habits, and hurts. And now... Here's Randy and Pastor Jay. Hey guys, welcome to Election Edition Podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Randy Pereira. This is uh, Pastor Jay Dennis, who's here with me today. Hey Randy. And today uh, we decided to uh, talk a little bit about post-elections. We're taping our podcast the day after the big election. Yes, sir. And of course, no doubt there's confusion in the air with many, anger for some, yeah. happiness uh, for others. Um, you know, we pray that you as a Christian uh, voted, and hopefully you voted your biblical conviction. That's right. As, as uh, we always say, there's absolutely no excuse for a Christian not voting or anybody not voting. That's true. We all have that right. But we as Christians have to vote and cast you know, our convictions. Obviously, we've all been deeply burdened about the knocking of socialism on our door uh, of our country, and uh, it seems like socialism is finding us more and more uh, as a welcome mat here in America. Radical politicians, radical professors, and a lot of hate groups have been coming up and talking about more of a socialist agenda. So uh, we all know there's no instances where socialism has worked anywhere in the world. Uh, but it seems like in the minds of professors and in the halls of our universities, it's something great. And that's yeah. what we're teaching our kids. So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we have to try and, and continue to be, as Christian men, have that responsibility to lead our families, honor our government, pray for our elected leaders. Yes. Even if some become elected that we don't agree with. Um, even if they're not consistent with our biblical worldview, you know, we must speak up, we must speak out. That's right. And uh, with love, of course, but with conviction. Absolutely. Regardless of the outcome of this election, which we know is going to take a while to find out, and we now know there's going to be probably legal action and uh, no doubt. declarations of, uh, you know, the rigging of the election oh, and yes. other things. So. You know, we have to be engaged and, uh, you know, understand that, uh, that God is still in control. There's, we, we want to consider as believers, I think, uh, 10 things yeah. as we go into this political climate. We've come up with some talking, talking points here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the first one is God is in control. You know, we talk yes, about that and, you know, we all remember last year when when Donald, or not, excuse me, uh, 2016, when Donald Trump won, the other side was like in hysterics. Everyone was yes. crying and upset and felt like everything is bad now and wrong. And, yes. You know, unfortunately, they didn't have seemingly the belief system that we had, that God's in control no matter who is elected. He's our sovereign God. He's not caught off by, surprised by that election or not this at election all. either. He already knows the outcome, Randy. 
He already knows the outcomes. That's right. And I wish I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Now there's a couple of scriptures that, you know, we can talk about that will help us, you know, go through this process. And, you know, there's several, but, you know, one in particular in Second Chronicles 26 says, He prayed, O Lord of our God ancestors, you are the God who lives in heaven and rules over all kingdoms of the nations. You possess the strength and the power and no one can stand against you. So it doesn't really matter who's in charge of our country, although we want someone who's going to exercise, uh, you know, biblical views, of course. But we as Christians, regardless who is in control of of our White House, know that, you know, that we know that God is ultimately in control of everything. And that's comforting to know. God is in control. There's a second thing, Randy, I, I think we need to consider, and that is we need prayer more than ever before. Whoever is elected president, pray for that man. Pray that there would be a friendliness to the things of God and the things important to God and to believers. We have to pray that our religious liberties will be protected. You know, one thing about the pandemic uh, that I've, I've observed, it seemed to have opened the door to reduce some of those religious liberties with, with states, some states demanding churches close. Yet they affirm rioting without wearing masks. So we must guard those religious liberties. And as believers, we must be aware of what's going on. We can't just bury our head in the sand and hope things get better. We've got to pray and pray specifically. Yeah, absolutely, Jay. And you know, it seems like there's such a herd mentality here in America. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's like go along with who seems to think they know best. Right. And, you know, America, a lot of Americans do that. And, you know, we, we can't follow specifically any politician. No. But politicians don't have the answer to man's greatest needs. They just don't. They don't. The only answer that we know of that the person that has the answer for us is Jesus, you know. Uh, and a political party won't fill that void. No. Uh, a political party can't forgive sins, can't transform a marriage. No. Or a life, it can't heal a family. That's right. You know, but Jesus can, the Lord can, and so that's where we have to put our strength and belief in. Only Jesus. There's a fourth thing here. We must move on and do the best we can by God's grace to impact our world. The world we live in day in and day out. You know, it comes down to this loving God and loving people. Loving God and loving people. If I do those two things, I'm going to make an eternally significant impact in my day-to-day world. Yes, I can have Washington on my mind or or Tallahassee on my mind living here in Florida, but, but here's the issue. I need to have my world that I interact in every day, and I need to try to impact my world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so many people go, oh, I'm just one person. What can I do You know, for God's sure. word? And you can do a lot, a lot, a lot. Just like the, you know, the the uh, shoe salesman who witnessed to Billy Graham. That's right. That was his world. Exactly. And look what happened in his little world right. by witnessing to Billy Graham. And if you Millions. see, yes. And if you see everything you do as an act of worship to God, uh, that's an exciting life every day, yes. no doubt. Yes. 
And number five, we, we want to talk about, you know, how do we hang on to our biblical worldview? Yeah. You know, seeing this culture is so politically charged right now, we're always getting, everybody's getting harangued about, you know, not being politically correct, being mm -hmm. a racist if you don't agree with certain things. Sure. And, you know, for us as Christian men, we have to look through the lens of God. Yes. You know, the lens of Scripture and saying that God is our final authority on our belief and our behavior. Yes. And, you know, more and more Christians have to declare that we want to be biblically correct versus politically correct. Yes. And silence is not an option. You know, we, we are so worried and concerned, it seems like, that we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to say what our views are because it may not be politically correct, or we might be accused of right. something that we're not. But we can't worry about that. Exactly. We have to do it in love. Yes. But we have to stand up for our faith. Exactly. Well said. You know, I heard someone say that, uh, you know, silence is golden. Someone else said, yes, but silence sometimes can be yellow. Sometimes it can be a cowardly way out. So speak up. Number six is focus on local elections. Things like city commission, county commission, school board. Randy, we need for Christians to run for these local offices uh, because that's where change and impact can most often be experienced that touches our world. It touches our family. So I want to encourage more and more Christians, involve yourself in local elections. Get, get behind candidates who are biblically correct and support them. And if they're elected or when they're elected, Continue to pray for them and support them. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's a scary place out there now because, you know, so many people, even me personally, thinking through that comment, um, you worry so much about these these radicals and what they will do to your family or how they will make you appear or who will come out of the woodwork That's and make right. false accusations. And, you know, you, you think through that. But you know what? We can't worry about that. We've mm -hmm. got to stand up for what God says, and whatever happens, know that He'll He'll be there for us and He'll take care of us. That's it. exactly right. So we could be talking to the next city commissioner, the next county commissioner, or the next school board member who's listening right now. That's right. We just don't know. So we've got to be strong in that regard and know that God will take care of us. Amen. And the truth will come out. It will. Number seven is know what's going on in the political world. But don't obsess over it. Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch, yes. Limit the amount of news intake in our day. You know, we, we have to increase our knowledge um, in that area. But, boy, I'll tell you, it can, it can consume your life yeah, in, this, can. in this world right now. So, you know, we really need to focus on our knowledge of God's Word and not so much the news. Because uh, God's Word will transform our life. And give us wisdom. Yes. Although we do need to keep up the rest of what's going on, because a lot of the political news do impact us as Christians. Yes, exactly. And then number eight is keep crusading on the issue of life. Be pro-life. No compromise here, uh, Randy. This is an issue that I know is very close to our hearts. Uh, now, if you are pro-life, you vote pro-life. Uh, none of this, I'm personally opposed to abortion, but I believe in a woman's choice. In my opinion, that's another way of saying I'm for abortion. 
So right. you vote your convictions according to God's word. So uh, just a word of encouragement there. Yeah, and for for those of us who feel you know strongly about this, I mean, obviously this is an extremely controversial issue, yes. even in the even in the Christian community. It is, which to me is baffled that it it's baffled. controversial in in our Christian community because. You know, you can't say, well, I hate Trump and I'm not voting for Trump. Right. I'm going to vote for the other side, knowing the other side is more supportive to abortion and other things that are not biblical. Yes. Like you said, we have to vote biblical. Yes. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Exactly. Um, It'd be like, you know, making the other comparison that you're supporting some group financially right. because you like what they're doing on one side, but they also support something that's totally against you. Exactly. Can't do it. Exactly. I'm encouraged, Randy, that there are so many young people who are taking on the issue of life. And they are crusading as pro-life individuals. So I, there's a lot of hope there uh, that I'm seeing that... Uh, that real change can can take place. That's that's a that's a whole podcast subject. It really so, is. <laughs> it is. That. So uh, number nine is that we are to be missionaries uh, to where we live, where we work, where we go to school, and where we are most often, yeah. whether it's the gym or you know or, wherever we are. You know, uh, we have to make a God impression all the time. Yes, and you know it sounds uh, easy. But it's one of those things that you have to make a conscious effort to do that for a while. That's right. And then it starts becoming, you know, normal, commonplace in your discussion. And, and you can, I find that if I pray before I leave every morning and say, God, give me opportunities to talk about you today. Amen. Show me opportunities. And when you do that, and they pop up everywhere. And sometimes I'll go, oh man, I just missed yes. that. I think about it later. Yes, you know, but uh, but God will give you the opportunity if whether you're bold enough. Exactly, and, and that's what makes Christianity one of the things that makes it so an adventure every day because you don't know what God is going to do that day. That's right. So uh, be a missionary to where you are. And then finally, number ten, regardless of the outcome of the election, remember the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, and be encouraged that in the end. Jesus Christ wins. Yes, Our side wins. Right. If we're on the side of God, we are winners, regardless of what happens in this election. We need to hang on to that hope. We need to hang on to that. And, you know, every day we can win. Anytime we tell somebody about the Lord, that's right. We're winning. Exactly. So we encourage you all continue to pray, continue to speak up and speak out. Uh, for biblically uh, consistent issues and be a light for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're so glad you joined us today. We're looking forward to the next podcast with you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Wingman Men's Moment weekly podcast. The Wingman Men's Ministry is based around the Air Force concept of a wingman. It uses the fighter jet theme and parallels the duties of a wingman in the Air Force, his commitment to his pilot and flight team, and how they're related to the men of your church and their commitment to God in their lives, their families, and their Christian brothers. 
visit us at wingmannation.com. 